Blog Talk Radio. Yeah! Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hour show and keep the brain running with the premises talk sports on a national level? Both with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the Fab Five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The 4 for 26, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. Yo, what's good, War Room family? You are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports. On the War Room Sports Podcast Network, I'm one of your hosts, I'm Dev Mack, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brothers, B. Austin and Jimmy the Blueprint, to open up our 13th year on the air. Yes, folks, this week's episode marks 12 full years that we've been doing this and we're and kind of sad to maybe announce, this is like a maybe, that lucky number 13 might be our last season. But we're going to wild out this season, and if we do go out, we're going to go out with a bang. And if we don't, we're just going to keep giving you the content that we've been giving you for 12 full years up until this point. But right now, another NFL season starts, so you know what we do in this episode. We'll tell you exactly what's going to happen this season with our season picks and, predict- and predictions. So sit back, relax, and bust it up again with your boys in the War Room, the greatest man cave in the history of the world. Season 13 and episode 643 starts now. You can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the Bodyhood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Or you can join us on Facebook or Twitter or IG at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline, that number as usual. 323-410-0012. What up, fam? Yeah. What's happening? Yo, number I, I got to ask you, man. Number 13. Number oh, yeah, 13 yeah. going in the books. Yeah, I'm 13 sure. about to, well, you know, 12 in the books. 13. 12 in the books. Just starting out. We, I mean, we, we write. We write. Was, at 13, man. At 13 September, September 9th, 2010. Is when we did our first episode, and our first episode was a NFL preview because, you know, as long as we've been doing this, the NFL has been starting their slate out on that Thursday night right after Thursday. Labor Day. Speaking of Labor Day, though, man, I got to ask you a little something about your city, man. 31 shot, 10 dead, 20 carjackings in Philly over the Labor Day weekend, 55 shot, Whoa. and 11 dead in Chicago. So why why SPs like to get busy over holiday weekends? Because holiday weekends always got these gory type numbers. Um, An extra day or something like you know something still in the, something in the like, water. Something in the water. Um, I've long since got over. I've long since gotten over the need to quote unquote claim and represent my city. Um, yeah. So y'all can Same. figure if y'all can figure out based on the fact that occasionally I let a John slip through or a ball that I'm from Philly, then cool, you know, I always so love it. I love it, but I ain't proud. I ain't really proud these days to say, oh, yeah, I'm from, you know what I mean? No, 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 no. We don't care. Philadelphia. <laughs> it's funny, though, how some people, like, 
did wear that as a badge of honor. Like, you know, I'm from Philadelphia. Like, all right, you kill people? Like, no, you you didn't. College educated, you know what I mean? Career having, like, why is that something that makes you proud that everybody in your city be getting killed? Um, Yo, it's crazy. I mean, I always had a theory, like, I guess on these holiday weekends, it's more get-togethers. And we already know just from experience, always. It's hard for a bunch of SPs to get together and stuff. So, like, there's beef everywhere. You you stepped on my shoe. You looked at me wrong. You disrespected my homie last week in the mall. Like, it's always difficult for people to, you know, people are outside. That's that's the problem. Too many people are outside, and and this is what happens when too many people are outside all at once, man. And and Chicago, that that's no shock there either. But you know, fifty five people shot over the Labor Day weekend in Chicago, eleven dead. Um you know, it, it's crazy when anybody loses a life, but with the shot to death ratio in both of these situations, I guess the greatest thing we can take out of this is glad these SPs can't shoot. Because you know the death toll would be a little farther up, but you know they, you know what they're trying to classify this stuff as now. You know these little things they're classifying some of this stuff as as mass shootings now. I think if like more than two people die, or more than two people get shot in one setting, you know it's, it's, fun, it's funny, and you know why? It's funny because, because like we, we understand we understand why. Oh yeah, you know why now it's classified because they. And if you've been listening to us long enough, you know who I'm referencing when I say they. They are the perpetrators of mass shootings, of domestic terrorism, of, you know, committing certain acts against the general public and populace that don't that doesn't make sense, i.e. they don't come from poverty, i.e. they don't have PTSD from living here in the United States. So what is your logic and reason behind the reason you do the things you do, right? They're wrapping us into that so that they can take some of that heat off of themselves. We know what that is. (laughs) They try to jump out the kitchen. Jump on out that kitchen. You know what it is, man. All right, look, man, before we get started, we just need to remind you guys, like we do every week, that whether you're with us live or not, anytime on demand, you can still check out archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. You can do that on our website at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms because we're pretty much on all of those. Uh, there's never an excuse to miss an episode, so uh, don't miss an episode of your favorite shows, The War Room, Tissue and the Tape, if you're a hip-hop head, uh, John Appetit, if you call yourself a foodie, uh, if, if you're in the Philly sports, just deep in the Philly sports, I know, you know, us being from Philly, we talk a little Philly sports, but we got more of a national appeal. But if you into that hardcore Philly sports, uh, the Broad Street line and the homies over at uh, Superstars, those are the shows for you. And if you're in the TV and movies, <laughs> there's none other than On the Couch with the Wilsons. So make sure... You don't miss an episode of any of those shows if they're your favorites. Uh, check us out. And and another note, just in case Lucky 13 is our final season, the War Room Sports Podcast Network will not be going anywhere. We're mid forever. Yeah, 
podcast network. So you can listen, you know, if you if you miss us when we're gone, you can check out the archive episodes then. But you can also still listen to new episodes of every other show that's on the network and every other show that will be on the network because business will not end. You know, we just trying to make that decision if we're gonna wind this down being the talent and just sit back in the in, in the offices and run this business or if we're gonna keep being the talent. I don't know. Y'all Listen, let us man. know. Y'all let us know if y'all ready for us to roll. I got my own announcements, man. We ain't, we, we, listen, your boys will always be your boys. We'll always be here, man. We Podfathers, go Podfathers Supreme Team coming soon. Podfathers Supreme Team coming soon. Yeah. Hot I mean, and, hot and that's another thing. As long as we're on the network, we'll always at some point be on the air saying something. We just, you know, it just might be a different format from the every week, same time, same place, same bat channel type thing, it, you know, because we always got something to say. So as long as we got a platform, we jump on and say it. So it's just, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk doubt. about it throughout the year, throughout the season. We'll talk about it. But look, man, let's get into these hot topics. Uh, hot topics are brought to you by my bookie. War Room family, it is time. America's game is back. The NFL kicks off tonight. If you still haven't checked out my bookie, you got a few hours to jump on there and lay a bet down on this Bills versus Rams matchup, which could possibly be, man, this could be the first game and maybe the last game in the NFL season this year. So lay down some money on this and all the biggest games in sports by joining us, the War Room, and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get your bread. You get it baked fast. They even have in-game live betting, so you can place wages after Christian McCaffrey goes into the blue tent during the first series of the game. Join now. My bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word. I shouldn't have to spell that for you. War Room. All caps. One word. To activate the offer, visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it. Now, for the last couple, well, last week, B, we talked about, you know, Serena's farewell tour and, and the U.S. Open, which uh, was definitely going to be her final Major God, damn, you uh, tennis that. match. Uh, it, it seems as if you know the way she went out there. It seems as if that's going to be the last match. But you know, I don't know if there's gonna if she's gonna jump into some other tournaments that aren't major. But it seems like she might be going out on that sword. Uh, we we called it. Serena was 42 and 0 in the first two rounds of the U.S. Open leading up to last week. So it really didn't get real. Until the third round matchup, Serena couldn't pull it off. And I think the match was a good match. The match was a little was a little over, a little under three hours. I know it was a long ass match because Serena didn't, you know, even though the inevitable was there, she didn't want to, you know, she she battled like a champion. She battled like a legend to try to stay alive. Um, but that was likely her final match. She couldn't pull it out. Uh, yo, this match, though, was the most watched tennis match in ESPN network history. 
4.8 million viewers. And, you know, ESPN's been around for 43 years, and that was their highest-rated uh, tennis match of all time. Not, not women's tennis, not men's tennis, just tennis in, in general. So uh, what, do you, what do you say to the 23-time Grand Slam singles champion who, last, who lost last Friday to Australia's uh, – I, I hate trying to um, pronounce these names. I'm going to go ahead and say Aja, Ajla Tomjanovic in, in the third round. What do you say, Serena, man? That's her farewell tour. It looked like it was a farewell tour. She was waving to the crowd. She was putting up heart symbols to the crowd. She was, you know, a little bit of tears here and there. So, mm-hmm. Hey, man, um, she has cemented her place in history um, as quite possibly the greatest tennis player of all time, definitely the greatest woman's player uh, of all time. So, you know, salute to her. Definitely definitely has not done any favors uh, at all for black power or black love. Um, But, you know, that's not her duty. Not her responsibility, you know. It's Hopefully not. now she's moved past weak, uh, whack ass wigs and uh, flower, <laughs> flower powder she, is makeup and all of that self hatred type of stuff. She um, got a little bit of um, she got a little bit of shade from another Australian this week, Margaret Court, who is the Grand Slam uh, record holder at twenty four wins. Who Serena was trying to chase down. She had some mm-hmm. comments earlier in the week basically saying, I mean, she said that she, you know, she had, she always envied or she had always admired Serena, but she don't think Serena admired her. So basically she's saying Serena never gave her her props, you know, as the person that she was um, chasing. Here's the quote. She said, you know, Serena, I've admired her as a player, but I don't think she's ever admired me. Um a lot of the press and television today, particularly in tennis, don't want to mention my name. The honor has not been there for what I did do in my own nation. I have been given titles, but they would still rather not mention me. So she's feeling a little salty that, you know, Serena's getting the kind of attention she's gotten. And she's sitting here like, hello, I got 24 of them things. And, you know, y'all don't even mention my name because they really don't mention her name. Like even, when you know, when you talk about, She she probably has a legitimate leg to stand on and claim. But just, I'm going to be honest, man, based on the way I was raised, what she just did was super corny. I just, I've never been able to beg people. I've never been able to beg people to like me. I've never been able to beg people to salute me. If you don't, you don't. If you do, you do. I know what I'm owed. I know who I am. Keep it moving. Like I, I, I get it. I'm not necessarily mad at her. I'm just saying I can't relate or empathize because that's not a move that I would have made. I wouldn't have. I definitely wouldn't. I wouldn't have overtly done some. I may have cracked a cracked a joke. I may have used some dry humor in an interview to call attention to it, which you know you could. You could say, well, that's the same thing. Maybe it is, but I, I just couldn't have bitched and moaned about not getting accolades. I, just, I can't do it, man. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. And, I mean, she has to realize, though, it's always the what have you done for me lately. Um, 
Yeah, say Margaret Court was a great. She is a great. Um, but crying about, you know, the attention that you should have gotten, that you need to be getting, and the respect you need to be getting from the person that's going out that's considered the GOAT, you can keep that to yourself. Or let somebody else do it for you. You know what I'm saying? Somebody else should be out there that's like, yo, what about Margaret then Court? It's like, then, it's, then it's like you're not really celebrating the sport or the accomplishment. You're 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 not you're bitching about not being celebrated, so you're bitching about not getting attention. It's not right. about the accomplishment anymore. Like, that's that's wacky. No doubt, no doubt. And uh, Skyview said, after Serena played, the stands emptied. <laughs> they straight emptied. And he's also in um, the chat room being a little disrespectful, you know, saying who and Margaret who. Um, yeah, but, you know. As as is a bit disrespectful. She she's a legend. She's a great in the game. Just because we we're team Serena, we don't have to be like that. It's, it's just bad timing. You know, like it, she just shouldn't be you know doing that. But I'm Man, not gonna be all. Court, I'm not gonna be all Margaret. Serena, Serena ain't checking for him. <laughs> Serena ain't checking for him. No. All right. Well, shout out to Serena. What should be her final match, uh, considered by many the greatest of all time. But then, you know, we also have these people in sports where it's all about the count. You know, and some people will say, well, she didn't win the most all time, so she's not the greatest. But, you know, those are people who probably never wanted to see her or anybody look that looks like her be the greatest. But I digress. <laughs> all right, so... um. So you saying that's probably her husband's people? <laughs> pretty much. Yo... Your Sixers made another move. I, I think, first of all, Maury out here cheating somehow because um, we got to talk about this for a minute. So your Sixers just signed the boy Trezzle. We know his name is Montrez, but if he want to spell it like that, we're going to call him Trezzle. They Trezzle, just signed your man Montrezzle Harold. Listen to this deal, though. Two years, $5.2 million. So Trezzle. Out here, not That's even free. getting three million dollars a year. Yo, what, what's going on in Philly, man? First, you got you got James Harden to leave a bunch of M's on the table. You know what I'm saying? You're getting all these other people to come in for less than what their market value was. Yo, now you got Trezzle, who just a few years ago was the sixth man of the year. There's nobody in the league in the past. Is it four years that have more points off the bench um, than Trez, except for Jordan Clarkson? And you know his six-man resume as of late. How they get him for less than three million dollars a year, man? Yo, what they doing? It for it's you, man? more cheating. What's, like what's crazy? What's crazy? And Tre- Trezel is only like twenty-eight, right? Trezel is. Something like that. Keep keep going. I'll, yo, I'll, I'll look it up. Yo, the funny thing about this is I didn't read the particulars of the deal, so I thought they gave him closer to $10 million. <clears throat> Talk a little bit of ish, because I do think Bull be drawn and acting silly, uh, particularly in the Drew League. With all that's what the Sixers wouldn't. wanted, though. If you look at all their pickups this offseason, it was dudes that's considered quote-unquote tough because tough, if you, yeah, tough, 
like it's gone out the last three or four yo, playoffs. We just been getting bitched. <laughs> yo, for five, five, yo, for, five, for five million over two years, that's, that's you might as well. That's like signing. That's like signing me. They signed he's not myself. right, and he's not what he once was. And even you know, it was just a few years ago he was with Doc Rivers in uh, Clipperland, winning Sixth Man of the Year. But he, even if he's not that player anymore. The value you're going to get from him is more than $5.2 million over two years. That is a steal. I don't even believe that. But you see, yo, I'm telling you, remember me and Jimmy were saying that, like, we think the Sixers, remember uh, Ruben left his ownership stake on the table. You know, he's the owner of Fanatics and, and, you know, and, and, and some other stuff. So he left, so... He wouldn't have a, a conflict of interest with one of his new business ventures. I think he's still running stuff because you know he's he he he's, he thinks he's a young bull. He's the dude that hangs out with Meek Mill, and you know now that he's come to town, he's he's hanging out with Harden and all of those type of dudes. I think they are in cahoots, and I'm saying this about my own team. This goes to all you Patriots fans. Over the years, when we would talk about the Patriots, and they would get upset, like like we care, like hey, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Like nobody was mad, but we're gonna talk about it. But this is my own team, and I'm sitting here saying to y'all straight up, I really think they are getting these dudes to lowball on contracts, and Ruben is hooking them up outside of basketball to recoup a lot of that money, so they can you know so they can go out there and try to super team up and win a a championship. Could be. Dudes is getting dudes is getting under the table endorsements or something. They're getting paid, and it, like it, it was crazy timing. You know how he left the organization. He's a billionaire. Always been a Sixers fan. That's how he got. You know what I'm saying? I, I I don't know, B. But if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. If it worked, I ain't mad at it. <laughs> Who else we got? Now we got to get rid of a couple of contracts because. We've gotten so many people to sign here in the off season. We got to get rid of like two contracts. So you know, since they did get Montrez, and he's supposed to be a backup to Embiid, even though we know Montrez is undersized, but he's a big man at six seven. Um, I know Reed, Paul Reed ain't going nowhere, but names like Bassey, names like Isaiah Joe, like they might be in jeopardy. Isaiah Joe's a shooter, though, so, you know, you don't really want to lose that, but somebody got to go because they done picked up Melton, um, PJ, Tucker, Montrezl. Um, we got, like, five former Rockets. <laughs> We're the Philadelphia Rockets now. But 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 seriously, yep. B, how do you get Montrez Harrell for less than Yo, $2 million dollars a year? To be honest with you, too, you were talking about he, he might not be what he once was. I don't even think that. I think that he hasn't been in a situation, and partly because of his right. own attitude and mouth, but he hasn't been in a situation where he's been focused and able to showcase because, boy, offensively, he's a, he's a starter quality player. The issue with Montrez Harrell is he's too – he like Blake – he like diet Blake Griffin. He's too small to really defend his position in the NBA. But offensively, oh, yo, he'd give anybody he give he give anybody twenty five 
in in 38 minutes. You give him 38 minutes, dude's at 25 points per game score. Now he's going to give up 27, but he's a 25 <laughs> points per game score. Like yeah, I, I, in that I, in that six man role that yeah. year he won the award, he did average like 18.6. So that. that might be right. Well, he was he was eighteen point six and twenty seven point eight minutes per game. So yeah, you saying thirty eight will give you twenty five. In his prime, it definitely would. And even for the last but few I, years, he's been I don't at thirteen point five, thirteen point one, fourteen. More like twenty eight. Yeah, he, he is looks like he's thirty eight in the face. <laughs> but more like twenty eight. Yeah, he he's twenty eight, and his he'll be twenty nine in January, late January. So this dude is still prime years if he can get his prime form back. He's in his prime years. This is a steal, man. No, I'm not, a, you know, no, as ex- some Super fans out there like final piece to the championship puzzle. I ain't saying all that. I ain't saying all that. But Dev, is, Dev ain't saying all that. Tougher. Dev is saying Dev is saying that Trez got a little bit more Bitcoin in a Bitcoin wallet. <laughs> put it I'm put it put it like this: the Sixers going into this season. We got a chance to win the fight, at very least. If we ain't got a chance to win the title, we got a chance to win the fight. In past years, we would have got <laughs> washed if it would have ever got physical on the basketball court with all them, you know, light-skinned, soft. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but I ain't trying to get us canceled. But, uh, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Oh, we didn't even mention, man, uh, Long live the queen. You know, the, the queen of, of England died today. Oh. Long live, because she lived long, 96 years. I know her son was like, damn, it's about time. Like, <laughs> now he can't even enjoy his kinghood because he, he, I just made that word up. He can't enjoy his kinghood because he's so old. She took so long to cook. So, uh, <laughs> he can't yeah. even enjoy anything. It's, it's been so long. I thought this was news we were never going to hear. I'm like, they found a way to make that lady live forever. But she, 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 <laughs> she finally gone. Finally gone. Yeah, what Sky View think about the, the, the pickup? He said, that's great what Danny Green get for my beloved Sixers. Uh, 20 mil for two years. That was an egregious contract. It was. Uh, Danny comes with some intangibles, though. Danny comes with some leadership intangibles, and in today's NBA, shooting is, you could be a bum, but shooting is way more important than anything else. So I understand why Danny got what he got. They were trying to replace a J.J. Redick. Um, And I'm not even going to hold you. The year they lost to Atlanta, I think a big reason for them losing to Atlanta was the fact that Danny Green was hurt. And and that doesn't mean, like, people listen to that, that doesn't mean Danny Green was going to be there to carry the team, but Danny Green would have been there to steady the team. So it's a, it's a whole listen, intangible thing. Dev, 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 gave y'all, Dev gave y'all the objective, positive analysis, and that's probably correct, but F Danny Green. F him for the <laughs> money he took. F him for the injury when it was light, you know, light skin crime, and he took my man Clay out. F Danny, man. Oh, I forgot Go he man. did that to Clay. I forgot he, I yeah, forgot it was Danny Green that did that to Clay. I don't F, see how quick I don't see how quickly you forgive a dude when he played for your team. You forget yeah, all the past transgressions. That. All right, but yeah, 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 six is cheating, and I'm not mad at it. 
If you ain't cheating, you ain't <laughs> at trying. All, at all. But yeah, somebody somebody grease yo, and treads on the back yo, end and pause tre- all of that. Treadle, but they got treadle for a G League two way contract. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> and he gonna come out and average like fitting <laughs> off the bench. So hey, mm-hmm. hey, hey, I ain't mad at you, Trez. <laughs> all right, so uh also have you seen we talked all this about Russ and Pat Bev. They out in LA acting like festy besties. It's all buddy buddy, butt buddies and uh Pat Bev doing press conference uh, you know, press conferences do- during practice and Russ throwing him a towel so he can look good on camera. They smiling and praising each other and everything like is this real? Like, did they did oh, no. are bygones bygones that quickly? Are they faking or are they just trying so hard to make this work because the situation is what it is? Because it seems like they're going a little far on this. Like they really seem like they're each other's best friend on the team that quick. <laughs> Yo. I wanted to see I wanted to see sideline beef. Cool, this ain't entertaining. Yo. It, it, this this honestly for me goes back to what <clears throat> the 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 most valuable and important lesson that I learned in my 12 years of being on the best podcast and best sports show in the universe is that never put your faith in a human human being and never never have no heroes other than Jesus Christ man. Never like and and Pat Bev is never a hero of mine. Hear hear me out. Time when because of his story and how he got it up out the mud and knuckled and scratched and clawed his way into the NBA, I just had I had a lot of respect for it. Him and him and Draymond, but them two engines are so them Agnes are so irritating and annoying. Turned the clowns. I yo caricatures of themselves. I can't with either of them. Like, I can't. Like, at least with Draymond, you can honestly say that what he does, even if he doesn't do it as well as he once did, what he does is an integral part of a chip. I I, I give him that. But he is so, so irritating in the way he overrates himself. And then Pat Beverly, man. Yo, Westbrook he's starting. He's up. starting to do the same though, because you know they he's asked him, like, "Yo, how does it feel to play with? You get a chance to play with LeBron James and Anthony Davis." And Pat Bev was like, "Hey, they get a chance to play with me." He was like, "I made the playoffs last year. They did." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, Pat Bev, LeBron about to get you cut, but that's what's up." I like Yo, it. I can't. I can't take it. Like it's irritating, man. It's. It's uncomfortably annoying. It's 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 shtick. It's like you just said. It's like shtick, man. Yeah. This is shtick. Like I can't and and that to me makes it. There's a level of disingenuousness also with it. And and Westbrook was the guy that told us what it was. He said he gets down in the defensive stance. He's real active. He makes an ugly face, which isn't hard for him. Makes a lot of noise. 
ooh, ooh, ah, ah, and can't guard nobody. Yeah. Come on, man. Russ, you called it out. Now you being French. Now like, you I don't expect French. them to just be, you know, straight up beefing. But this act of them being the, you know, the best buds on the team this quick, like, okay, all right, maybe they just bigger men than, than me. You know, y'all do what you do. Forgiveness is, you know, it's, it's, it's a virtue. We'll see. We'll see if all that plays out. And the thing is, Russ might be forcing himself to do this for team camaraderie from a team. That's going to trade him as soon as they get an offer. <laughs> so he might not even be around for all this. And then it'll be like, what was it all for? The dude really just ended up coming in and taking your spot. And what's going to happen when 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 uh when uh Pat Best are taking his minutes? We're gonna see mm-hmm. how 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 festy besties y'all are. All right, man. Our stat of the week, man. This goes to college football. And this is crazy when you think about the size of this university, the dollars behind this program. Texas Longhorns hasn't had a player drafted in the first round of the NFL draft since Vince Young, which was back in 2006. And his ass shouldn't have been drafted in the first round. But, you know, what he did last year at college, you couldn't really deny it. But I, I think if you were an NFL GM, you knew you were just you had to go for the hype, but you kind of knew. But like, you didn't. But you didn't want to. You knew yeah, it was you didn't really want to. But you didn't want to be the guy fired because you didn't draft the exciting bull who did what he did in the national championship game. And, and shout out to, to uh, Tobias, uh, who we'll talk to in a little while. Uh, he he provided that stat of the week for us. And I thought it was crazy. I mean, and Tobias, you know, Alabama's playing Texas, so he's on his slander Texas at all costs uh, this week. So he's going to give you every negative fact about them and every pa- positive fact about Alabama that he could possibly think of. But that's a crazy stat, man, because a school like Texas has so many dollars behind it. And it's like, Y'all falling off that much that you can't garner any first-round talent in the past, what, 16 years or so? It's crazy. It was crazy to me. (laughs) All right. And our stat of the week, and this comes from the crazy fantasy sports fans thinking that they're really owners and taking things too far, Archives. So this is from a man that drafted uh, the, the the kid Amon Ra St. Brown on his fantasy team. He sent him this DM. This is the DM that the dude sent him. Hold on, I'm trying to make this bigger so I can read it, Paul. He said, congrats, you have been selected to my fantasy team. With that being said, I want to get some I want to set some ground rules. We will be perfect in every aspect of the game. You drop a pass, you run a mile. You miss a blocking assignment, you run a mile. You fumble the football and I will break my foot off in your John Brown hind parts and then you will run a mile. Perfection. Unquote. <laughs> that was funny. It was definitely funny and he actually DM'd it to the player. But see that's 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 the magic of social media, man, because everything that you've ever wanted to do to an athlete, everything you've ever wanted to say to an athlete, 
everything you've ever wanted to, you know, make fun of at their expense, you can do that now. (laughs) So now he has a public DM to the bull treating him like he's a real team owner who just drafted him to his team. (laughs) But but it was funny, though. I ain't going to front like it wasn't funny. It was definitely funny. All right, uh, we're trying to wait on Jim to do these NFL picks, but we're about to get the – you got your picks ready? I can't say it's that I do, brother. I think you are picking for the show. You are picking for the show. I'm picking for the show? All right. <laughs> picking well, for the- if, if I'm picking for the show, then we might as well go ahead and get this over with before we get to the phone lines. Uh, so hang tight. If you're on the phone lines, we're going to give these NFL picks. For the show, <laughs> and we're going to start out, I'm going to do it a little different this time. I'm going to give, you know, the, the, the division winners, wild card picks, and all of that. And you can basically just tell me what you agree with, what you don't agree with, or if something sounds egregious and you don't want that to speak for the show, just chime in. But um, then I'm going to go to the awards before I start to pick the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to, you know, I don't want to make the awards the last thing. Like, that's more important than the Super Bowl. So we're going to mix that in between. So we're going to start off with uh, what's going to happen in the regular season. Who's going to make the playoffs? Division winners, AFC East. I have the Buffalo Bills repeating in that division again, uh, probably fairly easily. The AFC North, even though – one of the, the defending AFC champions are from that division. I'm still going to go with the Baltimore Ravens in the AFC North. The AFC South, I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts. The AFC West, I think this is when the Chargers finally break through. Of course, you can never sleep on an Andy Reid coached Patrick Mahomes quarterback team. They're lacking some of the talent that they've had during their run. But this is kind of where we get to see, hey, can Pat do this with with anybody? Um, Which may be the case, even if Patrick Mahomes is not as good as we think he is, because we saw Andy Reid do this with Donovan McNabb before. But I'm not even going to put Patrick Mahomes in that category. I think he's as good as advertised. Um, And they'll still be tough. But I got the Chargers – uh, making their ascension in the division this year. Uh, let's go over to the N- oh, no AFC wild cards, three of them. I got the Chiefs, the Bengals, and the Broncos. So pretty much the wild card on the AFC side, I have two teams that were in the AFC championship game last season. So any of those teams could possibly get back to the big game. Um, but we'll see who I pick to do that in just a minute. On the NFC side of things, the NFC East, I know the hype train has come down the pike, and I hope it's all true, but I'm not yet ready to pick the Eagles to win the NFC East. I have to see if Jalen Hurts is a changed man. He has no excuses as the talent Howie Roseman has put around him in this offseason is stellar, which is the reason everybody's out there picking the Eagles. I saw one person pick the Eagles to make it to and lose the Super Bowl. You know how Philly teams react when they're no longer under the radar. 
the Eagles won their first ever Super Bowl in a season where nobody picked them to go to the playoffs. Now people are picking them to win the division, go to the playoffs, and there's smatterings out there of making it to the Super Bowl. So this is when Philly teams lay their biggest eggs. So I'm going to still go with the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC East. I'm going to go with the Packers in the NFC North, the Buccaneers, one last go around in the NFC South, and I'm going to go with the uh, Rams to take the uh, NFC West, NFC wild card teams. I will have the Eagles making the playoffs as a wild card, the Vikings, and my last one was between the Saints and the Niners. I'm going to go with the Saints, man. I'm going to see what my man Jameis, Jameis can do, famous Jameis. If he can stay healthy, the 49ers, on the other hand, have second-year quarterback Trey Lance leading the troops out there, even though Jimmy Garoppolo is still on the roster. So if Trey Lance starts to falter, they still have that backup they can go to and still make a playoff run. So I'm I'm torn between them, but I'm going to pick the Saints um, just because. All right, so before I do – you know, the the championship games in the Super Bowl, I'm going to go to the NFL awards. Coach of the year, I got Brandon Staley of the, I'm about to call him San Diego, of the Los Angeles Chargers winning this. Uh, comeback player of the year, this one should be pretty easy as long as dude can stay healthy because the reason he's even in the running for comeback player of the year is because he can't stay healthy. I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey who, if he gets to play 17 games, will show you he's one of the best players in the NFL. Defensive Rookie of the Year, I'm going to go with Aiden Hutchinson of the Detroit Lions. And my Philadelphia Eagles are going to get an up-close-and-personal look at him Sunday at 1 o'clock. I hope his Defensive Rookie of the Year campaign doesn't start in Week 1. Offensive Rookie (laughs) of the Year, I'm going to go with Chris Olave, wide receiver. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year, Let's get a repeat. Let's go T.J. Watt. Didn't T.J. Watt win it last year, B? I believe so. I'm going to go T.J. Yeah. Watt. You know when them Watt brothers start, start to win them, they win them for a while. Um, it'll be between him, Miles Garrett. I, I would like to say Aaron Donald, again, will be in that mix. Aaron Donald, by the way, B, sent the Rams a retirement letter during the offseason. I just found that out today, but I guess he changed his mind. Um, he's going to go out on top. Offensive player of the year. I want to go Cooper Cup, but I'm going to go Justin Jefferson. I think this is the year Justin Jefferson goes absolutely crazy. Um, Eagles fans, like Rob, who I see is on the line, we'll talk to him in a minute, is going to go absolutely crazy when he goes absolutely crazy with the, I told y'all you should have picked him, they should have picked him, even though I, 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 you know, I maintain Plenty of Eagles fans didn't say that on draft night. They ate up everything Mel Kuyper said about Jalen Rager and how high his ceiling was. They ate up Kuyper's butt. They ate Kuyper's Kuyper. (laughs) All on his Kuyper. Um, And the MVP, same team as the coach of the year. I'm going to go Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert threw for 5,000 yards and 38 touchdowns last season, but the Chargers didn't make the playoffs. I think he's a media darling. I think if he can have a season that it, that that's equal to last season, even if it comes up a little short, but they actually get in the playoffs, win that division, like I said, I think they want to give this award to him. 
And I'm not saying yeah. it won't be earned. I like Justin Herbert. I think he's a really good young quarterback. Um, sky's the limit here. I'm going to go out on a limb and say MVP because I wanted to go back to the old well. I was going to say Aaron Rodgers because every time they say boys, you know, you know, every time there's rumors of his demise, <laughs> you know what he does. Um, so he'll be in the mix no matter what. Shout out to him. So back to the playoffs, AFC championship. I have the Bills and the aforementioned Los Angeles Chargers. NFC championship, mm. Packers versus Rams. And in my Super Bowl 57, I have it featuring the same teams that are opening the NFL season tonight, mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams. And the winner is the Buffalo Bills. Finally. Finally. <laughs> Finally. 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 Do it for Who you Thurman. got in the bowl? Because I heard some ups, some uh-uhs there. Who you got, who you got in the bowl then? Nah, we can we can let that ride. We can let that ride. We let that ride for the show. I don't I don't know what Jimmy he's supposed to be here, so I, you know I don't know. So I'm gonna have to speak for the show on this one. So uh, those are our NFL picks and predictions for the 2022 NFL season, the 2023 Super Bowl, aka Super Bowl 57. Uh, Skyview you said, wow, y'all, including national pundits have sold my Raiders short. That's all right, though. Watch this. Why are we selling them short? We just ain't picking them to do. I mean, I'm not, I, I actually thought about the Raiders as a wild card team, so I don't think they're out of the, you know, I'm not saying, oh, the people I didn't pick don't have a chance. I think the Raiders definitely have a chance, um, at at least that wild card spot, um, and actually, that's that's the, the crazy part about it is that AFC West is crazy because I actually have three of them getting into the playoffs. I had the Broncos in the mix, and that's I think that's what I was wrestling over. I was wrestling like I think they're going to get three teams, but will it be the Broncos or will it be the Raiders? So no disrespect to your boys, you know, if you want to use that. And what the national pundit said. As as fuel and motivation, and you know, y'all go right ahead and do that. I, I I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Raiders got into the playoffs. Skyview got Coach of the Year Dan Campbell, MVP Derek Carr, Offensive Player of the Year Jamar Chase. Shout out to Jamar Chase. He's one of my favorite players by default. He won me a fantasy championship last season. Um, mm-hmm. Defensive Player of the Year Khalil Mack, Comeback Player of the Year JJ Watt. That'd be crazy. And defensive rookie of the year, uh, he, he agreed, Hutchison, uh, with the Lions. So shout out to Skyview and his picks as well. Let's go to the phone lines, man. We got the homie Tobias waiting on the line. Roll goddamn tide. Roll, roll tide till I die. Hey, you, hey, y'all are early, man. That's what I'm talking about, man. The yeah, sun shined on dog's ass today. He's trying to get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I got hey, I got kids man. to pick up from practice. Lord, well, I tell you, hey, I ain't gonna so tell y'all about my weekend schedule. But go ahead. Having all these off-season activities with your kids, I ain't having none. I bought more rubbers, <laughs> man. Please, you know. I, hey, but, uh, I'm, and I'm not mad at you. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> mad at you. Hey, before you even get started, I'm gonna tell you why I'm not mad at you. 
Saturday, two days from now, 8 a.m., baseball game. It's a tournament. 9 a.m., dance class. 10 a.m., 10 a.m., another baseball game. 1 a.m., soccer game. 3 a.m., I'm I'm sorry, I said 1 a.m., 1 p.m., soccer game. 3 p.m., basketball game. An hour from the soccer game. Three. I said three. Then five p.m. Another basketball. Game. The basketball league. The two basketball games is not even a tournament. But since they know that teams are coming from so far, from an hour away, this league will let you come out there once every other weekend, two games while you're there. So we got two games on the schedule. That's the boy. He got two basketball games and two baseball games. The girls have dance class and a soccer game. Luckily, the times, everything worked out. So we might all be able to hang out and do all the stuff together all day, except for, you know, dance class, of course. All right. That, wow. that, that's, I, that, that was me was enforcing say. Tobias's notion that he needs to invest in more rubbers. Definitely do that. Oh, no, it's that. So what's going on? What now you got I know why year? there's so many dead. Now I know why there's so many dead beat dads out there. They tired of going yeah, all this yeah. stuff. Who but, don't um, want to do this? You gotta be. <laughs> yeah, but you know, to you know, to paraphrase the great Nature Boy Rick Flair, <laughs> September 10th, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern for me, and I'll be drunk by 7 a.m. Uh, Texas is going to have to walk down that aisle. And stare in the face of the best program in history. They ain't gonna get rolled, people. I took that seven I took it at seventeen and a half in the summer. Uh, <laughs> for one reason, fella. For, for one reason. We just had to give you some of that nature boy. <laughs> we had to give you some of that nature boy. Woo What's that reason? Oh no! Did we lose the bias? Sorry about that. I got oh, hit a dead there spot. You said yeah, for yeah, one yeah. Hit a dead That's spot. But, but, uh, but here's the thing with this game. It's simple. Texas can have guys who can run. They got a quarterback. They only starting because they paid him all this nil money. The dude stinks. But uh, it's the trenches. Texas start a lot of freshmen in the trenches. They going against Alabama is probably his best pass rush if he got there. Will Anderson would be the number would have been the number one pick last year as a sophomore, and he would go number one this year if he if there wasn't a quarterback. If a team doesn't need a quarterback, you get what I'm saying. Uh, they got some young receivers at Bama that play well. Like I know it was Utah State, right? They didn't defend the Mountain West champion won eleven games. Alabama was up fifty five nut with ten minutes left in the third quarter. They said screw it, and the second team still shut them out. I know everybody's typing up Georgia, talking that little quarterback, that Thomas the Tank Engine quarterback. He was thinking and dunking like he he was thinking and dunking so much he made Dak Prescott blush. Uh, Alabama's going to embarrass these boys in their home field. They're going to beat Texas so bad that these white girls are going to dump all the football players at halftime. Hey, and that daddy said, I knew you should have gone out with that boy. So, uh, all I'm going to say is Alabama making a sample out of these fools this weekend. And if you want, you know, and I bet on it already, like I said, at 17 and a half in the summer, I was that confident. And I think far injury, Alabama ain't losing nothing this year. But, uh, I, might, I, might, but, I might go uh, 
I might go on uh, my bookie and, and, and bet on that. Hey, get a little, <laughs> short, the way, get a little short money. Yeah, give me a little Mississippi, money. Mississippi I'm broke, State, broke. Also, take Florida and also Mississippi State minus 10 at Arizona. Keep an eye on that one also. Uh, so if you lose, you can tell your kids, well, we can't take you there. We're short on money. Sorry. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we can't make it to your game. I ain't got no gas. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but the NFL, right, my Bucks, right, Tom Brady is the epitome of ballless life. That is ball of life as a person. Dude's about to get a divorce to play football. He's 45 years old. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady stayed home with his, his his family for like three weekends and was like, nah, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, nah, I'm not I'm going to go back and let 300-pound dudes jump on me. Rather than he rather dealt with AB last year to be with his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but I think what happens is when you look at this stuff. One, I don't think the Bills make a Super Bowl. I think it's actually going to be Chiefs Packers. And one thing about the Chiefs is another stat: Patrick Mahomes has never played a role playoff game. That's right. <laughs> and, um, and I and, and I wouldn't even be surprised by that though. Like I said, like the, the Chiefs, yeah. they might be out to prove to you, okay, we lost this guy, we lost that guy, we right back on y'all. Like, yeah, yeah, and, uh, and I, yeah, and, uh, but Monty Jones made a funny play this podcast at Foxworth. He was like, you know, the, if you get a black quarterback, you got to get a black backup as well so the white people can't call for the backup. <laughs> you know, he's going to do that now, you know this. Right. You know how these black starters got a black backup? <laughs> they doing that on purpose these days, huh? Hey. <laughs> Eddie Dalton's back of the doors. He actually got white people. We can throw Eddie Dalton out there. Uh, <laughs> you know, but like my Bucks, right? I be telling Bucks fans, they say, oh, we got Tom Brady. We're going to win everything. And I'm like, yeah, I remember Brett Favre's last year in Minnesota. He played great the year before. And it was like midway through that last year. And he just fell off the cliff because he was old. Same with Peyton Manning. He got old that last year. He just fell off. He got fell off so bad, they put Brock Osweiler in. And, uh, mm. And I just, yeah, it, I was that one fan who said, man, I don't even want Brady to come back. So I just want to clear the cap up. You got a good quarterback draft coming out this year. And you actually go ahead and build your team because I'm not a big fan. Like, I'm glad he got the Super Bowl and everything. Uh-oh. Oh, man. All right. We lost him this time. We ain't going back. <laughs> We got uh, Rob and Kylie calling in because we're trying to get out of here soon, so we ain't going back. What up, Jim? What, Rob, what's going on, man? Here. Yeah. What up, y'all? How y'all doing, yo? Man, it's your boy, Big Rob, man, a.k.a. A.k.a. Similar to a thriller in Manila. Chicks call, chicks call me Rob the Condom Filler. What's good? How y'all doing, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boss. <laughs> Are, are you man? Are these the white? Are these hey. the white women the sisters? Huh? He said, "Are these white women or sisters?" Uh, the hair is natural. But anyways, how y'all doing, man? How y'all doing? Hey, you have to think about okay. that. You're like, uh, you want to answer though? Hey, it's, <laughs> it's it's football time. So, uh, what's your picks, man? Who going to the Super Bowl? Okay, 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 okay. My picks, but I, I got asked. It's been a while, man. You know, shout out to Jimmy, shout out to D. Austin, shout out to Deb. You know what I'm saying? I know you got daddy duties, man. You know, but, man, it's all good, man. He kind of sound like my pops, man. He was always, 
you know, because because he was a he was a coach and he was um he was work with with me too, like on the side. So yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't even mention that part. I'm I'm a coach on the basketball team. I, actually, this season I'm the coach on the basketball team. So I was like, I would have had I would have had to roll out to them games even if. Even if my son was still at the baseball tournament, I'd have had to go. That's tough. But who going to the Super Bowl, man? We got to roll. It's too early to say, but with my Eagles, I expect us to do probably top 10 or or top 12 and the worst teams in the league. I don't really have faith in the defense. I don't have faith. And the quarterback, I have absolutely. I the, defense is, the defense is supposed to be a last, strong suit this year. You're just like, nah, I ain't I buying think, it. And, and it's just me. It's just me. I know. First of all, how he doesn't draft good. Two, I believe. We're still talking about draft good? Did you see the team he put together this season, dog? Are you watching? I mean, yeah. You're going to keep talking I mean, about yeah, drafting but, good. But, but wait, 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 wait. Wait. As far as the defensive side. Now, the Hassan Riddick is a great player. I think he belongs on the edge. I think they should do a 3-4. But with this team, with, 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 they're going to. They, that's what they're going to put, dude. I, I, I doubt. They, they have, if they haven't done it now, they ain't going to do it. They ain't going to do it. I don't, I don't. Now, I think they're going to be competitive in a lot of games because, you know, that's how they, they just trade like, it they, well, starting safety. They up the linebacking committee. The defensive line is is tough with a with a young rookie who look like he gonna be good. Like, what are you seeing? Let me finish. Let me finish. Because one of the things I like about the coaching is that he showed me. Because I was worried about the coaches. If the backs against the wall, he motivates the players to play for you. And that's what he did. So we have a snowball's chance of making a wild card probably last year. But I think, you know, I, I, I just don't really have faith in this team as much as as, as previous years. And, and, and really it's because of the quarterback position. Now, is Jalen Hurts it's, it's Jalen Hurts' position to lose at this point? I do wish they would have had another running back. Like, for instance, like, I like, I mean, Miles Sanders is good, but I wish they had another running back to complement that because he's injury prone. You know, Boston Scott and Gainesville are lying ass, so I'm not really impressed by that. But it is what it is. He does have enough weapons around him. I so, feel you. you know, it sounds like nothing impresses that, you. It's all good. I mean, I'm not, like, like the pun, you know, like the media pundits out here, everybody's picking the Eagles now, starting to get sexy. I hate when that happens. But, um, so I'm, I'm, you know, just being naturally skeptical because I'm from Philly. <laughs> That's how I'm going to be. I'm going to be a little pessimistic about it. But I see more than – apparently I see more than what you see. I think the Eagles are going to be a good team. Um, might go out on a limb and say quarterback away from being elite and possibly being back to where they were in February of 2018. Um, if you can improve, you know, it's possible that they're going to win the division. I'm just not picking them to, to win the division. Well, 
what 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 we're basically going to be like with Indianapolis coaches coaches now is that they're a good team, but they're a quarterback away from being really competitive. And, and I don't really want to talk about Carson Wentz. He was my favorite, as y'all know, he was my favorite dude. Like I, but I guess I guess he wasn't coachable to the point that he just kept doing. He just. Yeah. Stupid, it turned out stupid. seems like he might have. He just ended up being, you know, the a Philly head case. Carson Wentz, Ben Simmons, you know, we always got you know, Markel Fultz. We also got we we always got the sensitive, soft dudes who just got other stuff going on in their heads. Um, Man, that's Car- Carson, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz still could end up with a very good career. I, I don't know if I can go as far as great. But a very good career, Rob. Unfortunately, it won't benefit us. Yeah, yeah at this yeah, point, yeah, if yeah, it starts yeah. now, it's gonna it's gonna yeah, work against be us. Be to our detriment, since he's a because, commander. Because 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 I want to ask two quarterback questions for you and uh, and uh, Jimmy. Like for 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 Bielsa, what happened? Was it was it him deliberately doing stuff that was that he wanted to do his own way? Because he has all the attributes, he does. Have, he has the intelligence. He has the arm strength. He needed to work on his mechanics. That was just the. It, that was you know, that's coachable. But was he deliberately just doing no, that stuff? You, like I'm gonna, you three, I'm gonna give you three. I'm gonna give you three. Hero reasons, ball. And then we got to jump. And then yeah, we got to jump. Rich. Number one. Number one was hero ball. Carson Wentz came from a place in North Dakota where he was. His talent was so immense that he could get away with. Like like the way the NFL quarterback position is played, Rob, and you can remember this and look smart in front of your friends, a great quarterback only has to make seven, four to seven spectacular throws per game. The other 60 offensive snaps are boring, mundane plays. They're boring. It's only four to seven great. Carson Wentz is the type of guy that tried to make other throws, and he only thrived, if you notice, Two, three years ago, when he dragged us to the playoffs with that hodgepodge lineup, he only did that because he was comfortable in that role of having to make plays every single time out. That's not what you do on a great team. A great team only needs a great quarterback to make plays, as I said, four to seven times a game, and he's used to hero ball. Number two, he came from North Dakota. He's I bet dollars to donuts he voted for Trump. He can't relate I mean, to the brothers in that locker room. And it's only like – it's probably only 30 football players, good football players in the state of North Dakota. And, you know, I mean, I mean, all 30 of them I mean, on, I, that, I, I on think, that team. I, I mean, I, here's my thing. I don't, I don't think he's – I just don't think he's as good as other people. Like, not, he's not bad, right? Let me, let me wrong. But let me take a step back. I think when it comes to quarterbacks, I think we tend to forget that every year, and you can go back since the beginning of football, there's only been three or four good quarterbacks in the league at a time. He's serviceable, but when you're serviceable, when you're serviceable and you do too much, good or great, you, especially especially when you do too much at inopportune times, it tends to hurt your ball club, right? So I, the, I'm the not, funny I thing about that, though, Jimmy, him. the funny thing about that narrative. That was one season out of his career when he was Mr. No, but, but, even, but even, you know I mean? even, even, no, no, here's, here's my thing. Even when he did well, he still was doing too much. It's just that things worked out oh, for yeah, him. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, you yeah. can do wait, too much wait, and, and, wait, and the that Super Bowl out for season. You can I look think, back on I that. He was doing too much a lot think, in that Super Bowl I, season. I, 
I think yeah, exactly. no, 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 you're right. And I and I think Jimmy has a point because I remember by the way, by sports the book. I remember when Jimmy said sports the book that he's in the eighties he really liked the AFC because the AFC was more exciting because you had Dan yeah. Marino, you had John Elway and I don't Jim Kelly and, and yeah and yeah you have oh yeah, Jim Kelly, but Jim Kelly no disrespect to Jim Kelly, no disrespect don't, to don't do Boomer Eisen and uh, who else was in the AFC at that time? Boomer Eisen. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> maybe Dan Fouts can get away with this, but at that time, Dan Marino and Jim Kelly. So, so, so yeah, Jimmy was right. You, you can't have too many, like, in the league, like, for Hall of Faming, like, quarterbacks has only, like, been a – oh, I don't say Hall of Fame. Like God's pop, no but, that, but I think no, I think well, that era, that, that 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 time that you're talking about now, that was that was an aberration because it was it, the league was loaded at that time. Yeah, but here's the thing, Rob. The, the great thing about football, and I think it's what makes football a beautiful sport, is you don't need to have the greatest quarterback to win, right? Football is the consummate nah. team sport. You know what I mean? Like you got fifty something dudes trying to come together to get a goal accomplished. You don't need to have the greatest quarterback. I mean, look, the Rams just won. I wouldn't consider Matthew Stafford like one of the greatest quarterbacks. I mean, he's pretty good. But at the end of the day, though, Seahawks that's won. all you need if you if you're strong if you're strong in other spots. I mean, we've seen what Trent Dilfer win a bowl. We've seen Jeff Hostetler win a bowl. Phil Simms win a bowl. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Troy Aikman, according to McNabb, he ain't that good. So, I mean, the fact of the matter is, like, you you can win the bowl. There you so, go. But, but, so, but what I'm saying is, but the thing about somebody like a Russell Wilson is, you don't do too much. You do what's asked. You do what's required. Do what's asked of you. So I think, well, that, but I think that comes also with experience too. So I don't think it's over for him. But I, another thing is, who's coaching them up? Because a lot of these great quarterbacks, when you see them like you know post career, a lot of times they talk about well, their quarterback coach, not necessarily their head coach. Where he is, but, I hope it's uh, over uh, for him. I need Carson Wentz to be a bum. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! I want to ask Jimmy, how do you feel about the well, well, in the Lakers thing? How do you feel about the Russell Wilson trade? Did you like it? Love it? Do you, do you like his gun? It's good, you know. Because for, for me, for me, as much as I respect Pete Carroll, man, personally, everybody in the LA want to play for him. I like him, but he's not a good. I mean, other than that one Super Bowl, he's not really good. A, a, a caliber quarterback like that. He can't be. He, I mean, he, Russell right, Wilson. So all, it all depends you know, on how you look at it, right? Pete Carroll has a track record, right? I think People Pete Carroll's a good coach. Pete Carroll. He's a good went coach. To the bowl, but, but, outside, outside of his national championships, right? Forget the national championships. When he was in the league before, he was building a team that could compete for a title, right? Carroll. Pete, what was he coaching? The Patriots? Was it the, the Patriots, Patriots he had? Or what team yeah, was it? yeah, the Patriots bowl. Yeah, yeah. the Patriots, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he so was he, he, he he drafted he drafted like Willie McGinnis. He drafted a couple of of the of the. But that's what the, I'm saying. What I'm saying is like a couple it's, of dudes. It's, yeah. What I'm saying is you got to give him the benefit of the doubt because he's he's accomplished, right? You know, I'm not putting him up there with the all time greats, but when you look at his resume, I mean, right. how can you criticize the guy? And because you know what it is, Jim. A lot of times people like if you don't have that dynasty, then then people are going ah he I. He's a very good coach. Everybody no, can no, win. No, but, three, but four, how you five, feel about four. Russell Wilson being on your team? How you feel about Russell Wilson being on your team? That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I think that it's an upgrade at the quarterback position, but only, oh, yeah. and, and the thing is, the Broncos have a little bit of weapons, so time will tell. The AFC AFC West, as I was looking at this today, I'm like, 
damn, it's kind of loaded because, I mean, I it's hate to that. say this, but I think the Raiders will be better. Oh, that's, you know? We were talking to uh, Skyview earlier. Like, he was – because I, I, I didn't pick the Raiders to go to the uh, playoffs, and I had three people from the AFC West in the playoffs. And I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders were one of the teams. Like, it could be the Broncos or the Raiders. But, you know, I, I can't pick all four. But I'm not going to be – yeah, like, yeah. it's not going to be some, like – I told you so, like, braggartly situation if the Raiders make it because I think the Raiders can make the playoffs. I think the AFC West is loaded. Listen, man, AFC West is loaded right now, and I don't know. I got I got three of them going to the playoffs. I didn't get my picks yet, but I'm still trying to decide whether I'm picking the Chargers or the Raiders. But one of them going to go, and, I, you know, mm-hmm. I got the Chiefs winning the division and the Broncos going. But, I mean, so my point, my point though, Rob, to answer your question, to get back on track and answer your question, it's an upgraded position. You've got to take a chance at Russell Wilson. I mean, the Broncos. You know, they, 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 they did the Peyton Manning move when they had, like, you know, some solid players on the team and just needed a quarterback to get them over the hump. So, I mean, you got to do that. Like, yeah, I, th- I think it's good for both sides, too, because I think it was time for him to get out of there. Because at this point, they were just putting all the blame on him. And that wasn't fair either. All right. But, Rob, we got to roll, man. So, thanks for your call, man. We'll talk to you next week, man. All Peace. right. Thank you, man. Y'all have a wonderful day. Peace. You, you too. Stay away all from right, the Rob. Uh, did, did you want to give picks or you want to skip that? Oh, I can be, yeah, I'll be real fast. I'll be real fast. So, right. AFC, Bills, Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, and the Colts. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I got a Titan taking a step back. My uh, wild card. I'm going to run with the Ra- Chargers because it's the Raiders, and I don't want to say that, and I don't want to give Kev the privilege. So I'm going to say Broncos, Ravens, Chargers <laughs> for the wild card. NFC, I got the Eagles, Rams, Packers, Saints. Wild card. Um, Bucks, Cardinals, Niners. Um,. What else I got? Uh, in terms of the bowl, um, let's just say I'll go with the uh, – I don't want to pick the Bills because everybody's picking the Bills. So I'm going to say the Chiefs. Oh, no. You know what? Might I'm going to go dead. Chiefs. I'm going to go Chiefs Packers. I'm going to give uh, Rodgers one last one last uh, run. You know we say that every year, right? No, we I know, say that every I year. I got him in the NFC every year. And he sell us out every sell us out as long every as year. Dude, too, but as long <laughs> as dude on the team, we always think they got hope, and then they ain't got no hope. I know. Even though he's throwing <laughs> to be Austin, it don't even matter. All right. So right. real quick, uh, coach of the year is Mike Tomlin. That's gonna be my coach of the year every year until he retires, because that's my coach now. Like, both got me bored into anything that he does. Um, and I think the Steelers ain't gonna be as bad as a lot of us think without Ben. So I'm going Mike Tomlin. Um, comeback player of the year is McCaffrey, simply because it's the first time Easy. in three years he's not on my fantasy team, which means he's about to go crazy. He's about to um, be healthy for 17. Yeah, somebody else, Easy. right? So defensive rookie of the year, I got the boy uh, Quay Walker from Green Bay because I think their defense is going to be tough, which is another reason I got them going to the bowl. Um, offensive rookie of the year, George Pickens from the Steelers. Defensive player of the year, I think Khalil Mack about to go crazy. Offensive uh, player of the year, I think it's going to be one of these young Negro receivers, either Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson. That's the two I got up there. <laughs> Justin Jefferson. I'm going to go Justin Jefferson just because he's on my fantasy squad, so I need him to go crazy. MVP, I'm just going to give it to Josh Allen because, like, yo, everything I see, read, watch, they just, like, the Bills are, like, the it team, and Darling. I think it's his to lose at this point. All right. All right. That's what's up, man. And real who'd you quick. Have, who'd you have winning the bowl, Dev? I had – um. I got the I got the Bills finally winning the bowl over the Rams. I got yeah. tonight's matchup. I got first game, second game. B. Austin, he 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 let me pick for the show. <laughs> okay, he picked for gotcha, the show, gotcha. brother. Yo, the, the thing is though, the Bills, the Bills after watching the playoff, like they're the, they're the pick. But 
I don't know. It's just hard for me to go with the, the consensus pick, and I want to give Big Red one more run, too. Yeah, yeah. Big Rizzo. All right, so what happened this week while everybody was on the Grizz Nae? Yo, hold up. I ain't got no uh, yeah, mini. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, well, why, why, why are y'all on the grind? Of course, it's brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. If you or your business need a custom website, then you need to call Digital Extreme Technologies. No need to break the bank for an effective online presence. Top quality, results-driven websites at incredibly affordable prices, man. Y'all got to go check them out. Financing options are also available. So visit digitalextremetech.com or call 267-205-4203. And for discounted rates, be sure to tell them that War Room Sports sent ya. Yo, did y'all see um, in, in what Jimmy would call the what they do for views file? Did y'all see the YouTube bull getting a haircut in the second row at the U.S. Open? I know we give it him yeah, shine, yeah, but, and that's what he was trying to get in the first place, but I at least had to get on here and call him a penis head. Y- y'all got it from there. <laughs> yo, yo, I ain't going to lie, though. I watch dude's YouTube channel because Bullet Boy is kind of hilarious. He's, he's like a uh, – at this point, he's like a celebrity drawer. Like, he gets – So I, seen, I assume he's Demarcus. a dude just go anywhere and just do something crazy type dude. Yeah, but the uh, thing is, though, like, yo, yo. he, he – um. And by the way, he goes by Demarcus Cousins the Third, right? That's his that's his like YouTube name, Demarcus Yo, Cousins the Third. He he had on a full cape, like a, a barber's cape, barber's, and was yeah, getting yeah. a he cut did. in the second row. Like I would like I would have been upset though, because the the boy that was cutting his hair was standing there, like standing in front of he did that standing in front of people, like but you know white uh, people he, he was getting to say something. He's done that at at least five other events. Yeah, he at did least. it at a Rockets game a couple years ago. One time he walked into a classroom at Harvard. And like act like he was in a class, and they had his barber get up and give him a cut while he was in like an economics class at Harvard. Like, oh, that's, so that's most like of his videos of are about does. getting a cut. Not most of them, but that's one uh, of his stunts. Like he lets he lets that's his one of, that's one of him his to go cut. So he's gonna be in the NFL game next, getting a cut. Listen, that's one of his many joints. But but yo, the some crazy part is NBA players love him, yo. Like he be getting he be getting flown around like a thotty to go to NBA games because they think he's funny. Thotty. Yo, Mark Cuban's son <laughs> is like a Santa dude, so Mark Cuban be giving him, like, four-size seats. But anyway, Yo. yeah, so, Yo, so that's the Marcus Cousins. It's, it's, going, it's, going, it's going too far, and it used to be cool when we could quote the brother John uh, Jackson, a.k.a. My Fabulous Life, and say money ain't the root of all evil. Attention is. But now it's starting to get a little. It's starting to get a little scary. Like cause some of this stuff, it it it's about what the people are doing for the attention, but it's also about what the response will be because the response can come from a place of emotion, or the response could come from a place of oh, let me get some attention too, and let me just sock bull's eye socket real quick, and then get my two seconds of fame. Right. Like I, yo. It's crazy. I mean, I, I guess I'll, I, you know, I guess I'll take the bait. I'll go check out his uh, his YouTube page, see what's up. You know, my son oh, knew listen. his name. My son knew his name, so. <laughs> listen, Bo yeah. actually got arrested a couple times for like he went to IHOP and was drawing an IHOP, and they, the cops came in. Oh, so he he goes all out for his uh for his channel, but he's definitely been arrested multiple times for his prank. Yeah. And he got kicked so, out of the U.S. Open, but I'm like. 
these are events that I might want to go to again, but he's like, whatever. Like, <laughs> this is more important. I'm going to get this money. Get this Listen, money. Listen, man, boy makes, boy, boy makes, according to a couple of jobs, boy makes millions of dollars doing this shit. Doing this, I'm, I'm sure. So, I'm sure because you, mean, wouldn't, not, even, not, you wouldn't even that, risk that without it because I'm like, yeah, not I want to be able to that, go uh, to the Not that US that matters because it's still like drawing, but my, like to be Austin's point, you're going to cross the wrong person oh. and you're going to catch some, 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 some hot ish. Yeah. So, no, I, I mean, it matters to them. So as long as it's getting him bread, he ain't going to care what he's getting kicked out of. Dev, I All think right. I sent you a video before where he uh, where he went to the AAU joint and acted like a fake scout. Oh, <laughs> that was bull. <laughs> yeah, that's him. I can't, I, I can't even, I can't even hold you. I can't even fake like that wasn't funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like and a, and, and it was funny because they fell for it. To See, but that's yeah, that's yeah. to me that's funnier because that's on some Axel Foley type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you got to go in and play a role, like just getting your cut, getting your hair cut. That's just drawing you know what i mean like but no to go in there and act like a scout and people was actually coming up to you and caring what you thought like that was funny yeah that fun. was him i ain't know that's yeah. the same boy so speaking of scouts aau y'all man Bronny basically did an ohio state um photo shoot this week so i guess he was there for a visit because you know he and Bron took in the Ohio State football game. He was he was there for the for the whole weekend or whatever. So he posted on his social media pictures of him in a Ohio State uniform. Um, and I think what did the hashtag say? Not committed yet. So he basically trying mm-hmm. to tell y'all. I I pretty much think it might be the plan from the jump. But now that he got that kind of attention. I think he probably gonna do this for every place he takes a visit, and and just you know turn social media over like that. You know, Brown and him always got a plan to to get some attention and get some money off something. So I, I got a feeling yo, I think, we're gonna see Brownie in like four or five more uniforms before it's all said. Yo, I think done. I read. I think I read that Brownie is the highest paid nil nil uh, person out there, and this is even bigger than college athletes. Hey. Getting it. So he already, he he already. They said he already bringing in millions per year just in nil money. Um, so my thing is at this point, <laughs> burning like an IG thought. So he gonna go around <laughs> with his millions of followers and draw attention. You know what I'm saying? He, he's like a uh, you know a marketing dude. He might not even play ball no more. He's gonna be an IG thotty. Fuck ball. <laughs> All right, and last but not yeah. least, man, y'all he girl Larsa Pippen was seen out on a lunch date with Marcus Jordan. If y'all don't know who Marcus Jordan is, that is the son of Michael Jordan. And hearing Larsa Pippen out on a date with some young boy is not big news, not anything anybody's surprised about. But y'all know the relationship between Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen as of late. This like a checkmate move, and Mike ain't even really have to do nothing. Is it? Or isn't it? Because I heard that, you know, some other things about it. But what were y'all think? What were your thoughts when you saw this? At first, I'm like, yo, this can't be real. Then I know Mike is trolling, or somebody who controls his account is trolling, because Mike, Mike's Facebook page, which is verified Facebook page, randomly put up a picture of him and his son and said, "Son, I'm so proud of you." Like, he, and I went back. I went back. Just, I went back doing my homework, and he didn't post his son up there in the last several years. But all of a sudden, you post that. And it's a coincidence, like, but then at the end of the day, though, like, 
Larsa Pippen is, is I mean, you know, yeah. I've seen I've seen regular dudes mess up in terms of who they uh who they um you know reproduce with. But at this point, I don't even like Clown well, Scotty. She's she, she, she a woman, and she's she's she thotty. But I'm like, yo, ain't the, his son that's in the league? Ain't that her son? Who who um the the ball from Scotty is, is, is that Scotty in the league now? Yeah. I don't know, man. I because I don't I didn't know Larsa Pippen. I didn't know of her until you know she started messing with all these young boys and rappers and basketball players. I don't even remember like Scotty's wife. So I, I don't know you her as Scotty's wife. I only know that she's Scotty's wife because she's making Scotty look so stupid. Like I don't remember Yo, you Scotty ain't, you ain't and Larson. No, uh, <laughs> you ain't supposed to know. Let me see. Let me see. Let me look at real quick. See who his mom is. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's Yo, crazy. I know one thing. I know Scotty get busy. Hold up. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. I looked up uh, Scotty Pippen Jr. He got like seven brothers and sisters. Yeah. Yeah, his parents. His Scotty parents was like, like the boy, he wasn't getting no yams. So when the money allowed for it, he went crazy. Yo, but my thing is, that's his mom, and that's his mom. So for me, it's like, this son is like building up his own name at this point. It's like kind of embarrassing to him. What make? Well, yeah. What makes it? What makes it disgusting is when Larsa Pippen first came around, Junior. Yo, he was like five years old. He was an adult. Damn. Yeah. So he probably hit just second or so. Um <laughs> All right, so, so hold up. Yeah. So so you tell you telling me you wouldn't snap no I'm sorry, go ahead. So I didn't even know that until I saw this story today, I knew about future, I knew about uh Beasley. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about Ben Simmons. I saw him on the on the hit. Oh list. yeah, oh yeah, I knew that one. Oh, Ben Simmons. Um but what I, from what I read today, they were claiming that uh, it wasn't any, it wasn't a date. It was a, an appointment between the two. I don't know what appointment you would have with Larsa Pippen these days. Even though if you Google her, they do refer to her as a businesswoman. I, so I, I don't know. Giving him that, giving oldest grant. That's the oldest professional business. <laughs> yeah, that, that is the oldest business ever. So you're right. Hey, yo, yeah, be you know, often. So she's Billy about, and the kid she's about used 15. used to stop in the town and, you know, get it in. <laughs> she about, no, she's about 17 years his senior. So my question yeah, is. She's 48. Like, I mean, she's right, 50. So if you look how old you. She's I ain't 58? put none of our ages out there, but if you look at, if you look at how old you are, you, would you take down someone 17 years your senior? What's your cap? Uh, uh, no, not not at not at uh, we not get, at we get not at old. Just, yeah, not at this time. When, when I was his age, I don't know though. That B. was right. That was right Black on the elbow. All right, so my my, my question is this, Austin. It's some nice. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Is, that's what I'm saying. At, at this his is, age, this is this is all. This is all speculation, though. I just all oh, at his age. At his age, you asking at his current age or no, no, forget his age. Forget his age. I'm talking about y'all age right now. What is that's, y'all matter? Yeah, that's what I thought you were saying. Because that's yeah, no, I'm yeah, going. That's, that's an old jump. About twelve. About twelve. About twelve. But but, but they, they black you said twelve. Yeah, twelve in both directions. Really, mm-hmm. that that can't be right, my so, that can't right, be my right, first so foray now, into the snow now, because by then they be looking like they ninety. But all right, hold up, then. <laughs> so my question is, my question is, y'all ain't Angela Bassett. Y'all ain't taking that Angela Bassett. 
It ain't no y'all. I ain't say no. He said no. I ain't say no. Oh, we all said exceptions there. Yeah, my answer was black don't crack. It's some nice looking uh, black women that's that's 17 years my senior. I'm I'm about to say. Bassett, she's so muscular in the arms, she's taking me down. Hey, yo. (laughs) 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 But yeah, she is 48, though. So she's not. She's forty-eight and he's seventeen years old. Damn, she that old? Nine in her fifties, dog. No, she ain't seventeen years older than me. Though. She might Damn. be what? She might be fifteen years older. Nah, she she fifty on. I just looked it up. She fifty one. So how about Neil Long? So now, so now might have, you know, so now, so now just graduated before we showed up to the to the high school. <laughs> like like that. Look, like listen, was... listen. It's a not, it's a not, it's a not like about fifteen. Well, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's all right. Well, I'm sorry. The ones you name it. We talking like, about the they, they no doubters. They no doubters. Like. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm just. So you saying, ain't asking like, questions. You, know, you might as well just. You might as well frame that as as statements. So now, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Ain't, ain't no I'm just saying, like you know, because cause sometimes you look at the, the people that are seen. I want to know what y'all what y'all limit to. But I guess I guess it's always outliers. Yeah, yeah. Black don't crack. That's all I got to say. Always, always outlaw. Yo, always outlaw. And they be having, and and them old Jones be having some stupid <laughs> secrets. You never like, yeah. No, mommy, shut up. Patty Labelle, yeah, black. <laughs> the shot, be awesome. Patty, way old. You take it down. Take it down, <laughs> Patty. <laughs> Patty Cakes. Yo, yo. No, I leave that for y'all. Yo, I showed and jumped the shark because of <laughs> Larson Pippen, man. Patty's Patty seventy eight. That's more than seventeen. Not gonna be able to do it. Yo, yeah. how about Gladys Knight? <laughs> Not gonna be able to nah. do it. I go Patty before Gladys. I ain't trying to go Patty. Oh, uh, what's the what's the what's the John from my house? Patty just feel like Patty just feel like you really related to her. She feel like an aunt. She definitely do though. She definitely got aunt vibes. You said from Housewives, Atlanta. Yeah. Um, no, no, I said from house than... party. Oh, house party. What's her name? Oh, Jody, Jody, mom. Yeah, because oh, I know she, she's like another one who don't crack. Most definitely, most definitely, most definitely. All right, we gotta get out of here. We tripping. Talking about talking about from baby. Talking about from baby boy. Yo, yeah, this, yeah, this is, yeah. This is, Jody, like, these are the like, y'all, y'all know, y'all know. She's a, she let all three of us right now. No, my go ahead, get us out of Yo. here. Man. Oh yeah, she, get yeah, she like getting, she like getting, she like, she like getting triz on her, but she like sixty, but she like getting triz Nathaniel. Yeah. Yo. These are Yo, the conversations that Larsa Pippen encourages. So if y'all don't know, if y'all are listening, y'all don't know who Larsa Pippen is or her background or her recent story, then y'all will understand why the conversation went where it went. But before we do get out of here, man, let y'all know that this date in sports history brought to you by Sports the Book. If y'all tired of reading that same sports bull jive, yo, y'all, y'all got to chill. Y'all need to go pick up a copy of sports. Smart people only read the sports. Smart people only read this book. So make sure you get a copy of Jimmy the Blueprint's book. You can find it at warroomsports.com. You can find it at sportsthebook.com. You can find it at Amazon.com. Just make sure you go and find it, pay for it, read it, come holler at us, let us know what you think. All right. So uh, September 8th, 2002, 
And this wasn't even that interesting. I actually found more interesting facts, but because of who's involved, I had to do this because I'm a hater and football season has started, so it's time to hate. This is the date that rookie quarterback David Carr throws for two touchdowns as the Houston Texans beat the bum-ass Dallas Cowboys 19-10 to become only the second expansion team since the 1991 Minnesota Vikings to win its inaugural game. So I admit that we picked this uh, <laughs> this moment in sports history just because the Dallas Cowboys were on the on the on the bad end of it, on the negative end of it. So if you got a problem with me, then see me. All right. <laughs> so we'd like to give a nice big war room salute to David Carr, his lack of an offensive line, and the rest of the ragtag Houston Texans who on that day beat the, the overrated Dallas Cowboys. It probably wasn't that hard, though. I'm, I'm assuming Quincy Carter or somebody was the quarterback. I don't know. Um, and he was coked up. And he was definitely coked up. So uh, let's get on out of here, man. We'd like to thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody who's consumed our content over the past 12 years. If you signed in late, you would know. Oh, well, if you signed in late, you wouldn't know that, you know, today's episode was the start of our 13th season, our 13th year on the air. So we just got to, you know, give shout outs to everybody who's consumed any of our content over the past 12 years. Also, shout out to everybody in the chat room, Facebook, Twitter, IG, our group chat, and all the callers who called in to chop it up with us this evening and throughout the years. Tune in next week, live right here on demand as we catch you up on most of the important sports, entertainment, and life stories of the week, at least the ones that we can fit inside this one-and-a-half to two-hour window. So uh, until then, enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy NFL opening weekend. Stay safe in these streets, please. And we'll see you right back here next time. Be sure to catch our conversations on Facebook, Twitter, and IG, as well as our blogs, webcasts, and network podcasts on warroomsports.com. Also, make sure you pick up a copy of Jimmy's book at sportsthebook.com or warroomsports.com. Until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity and be steadfast in the war against ignorance. Yo, we'll definitely see you guys on top. Whenever that way be, holla. Happy season, everybody, man. Let's get it. Yeah. By the way, Jen, this is my last one, and I mean it. This is my last fantasy dog, season. Dog, you said that. You said that literally a decade ago. I know. I said I hated it and I wanted to go, but remember, Tom I was like, Brady all right, since I run this league, I'm gonna wait till this trophy is full. We got one more space on the trophy for one more trophy plate. I'm gone after this, and we gone this week. Tom Holla Brady at y'all next Tom. week. Tom Brady ass man. I want to play fantasy. I don't want to be with my family.
hip-hop dollars, tip-top knowledge, should be in sports credits, I ain't talking college, five guys, no beef though, corporate secrets, but the streets know, Bellafani, I got a chief flow, KC, royalty, I'm in beast mode, two hours, get your game up, who's the best in sports cap, you better name us, what I'm sports. War Room Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.